podcast. I am your host, Cosmic Waters. May my words inspire you and remind you to remain true to you as you walk authentically in your truth, dripping self-love and unapologetically choosing Welcome back. So in this episode, we're going to dive into what self-love looks like for me and how to begin the process of freeing yourself. Now, I will say this is an audio recording from one of my clubhouse rooms. So you may hear different people's voices uh, chime in at different times and there is like a little bit of music playing in the background um so just bear with the audio (laughs) and if you would love to follow me on clubhouse you may do so my name over there is cosmic waters of course i will follow you back and also join my club it is called cosmics paradise i'm going to begin hosting some rooms over there shortly so this recording is actually from uh february so yes let's dive into what self-love looks like for me and a bit of an experience or two from some other people now the full recording of this room is like three hours and so you're going to hear like a compilation of different clips that i put together okay before we do get started i want to shout out a listener who decided to support my podcast and send in what I like to call a love offering. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much love. And guys, if you didn't know, you are able to send love offerings or donations, as people call them, to my podcast. There is a button that says support this podcast. And if you are interested in doing that, it gives you three options on how you may go about doing so. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you. Of course, that is not mandatory. Just throwing that out there and showing gratitude to the listener that decided to show me some love. I love y'all. Now, let's get into this episode. I think that self-love is different for everyone. You know, um, there is not one way to to love yourself and so I'm just curious like what does that look like for everybody else like I know what it looks like for me but what does it look like for others how do they love themselves like you know how do they treat themselves and it's just interesting to explore especially coming from uh you know where I've come from where like growing up and even until but like age 29 right and I'm 31 now but like between you know when I was younger to 29 I didn't even understand what self-love meant like I didn't I didn't know what that meant like what does it mean to love myself and I had like no idea or understanding of that until I got like catapulted into my spiritual journey and then you know that's when the, the whole self-love thing uh, came into place and so 
it's been an interesting journey, but a beautiful one, right? Because it's like, okay, but I think I'm at a place where like, yeah, I love myself. I got it. I got it all figured out. And then I'll go into an experience or something like, yeah, you need to up yourself love a little bit more because, you know, you got to get to a place to where you don't tolerate this bullshit, where you stop accepting this and this, that, and the third. And it's all a lesson. And um, it's just been pretty dope. And I just like to see how people, um, you know, what does self-love mean to people? What does that mean to you? What does loving yourself look like? Um, is it more of an action for you? Is it more of um, your mind being in a certain place? Like, what does that, what is that for you? And how does that flow? And uh, it's just interesting to um, dive into. Um, but yes, I totally agree with you. Like, what does it look like to give to yourself? And that's something I had to um come to terms with as well because I was the person like you said always giving to other people always putting people before myself always making sure everybody else was good and at the end of the day like I have no energy or anything for myself or even putting into myself or even as far as like spoiling myself right because I love spoiling other people but I didn't even know what it meant to buy myself gifts to treat myself to do all of that stuff for myself, right? It's like, what does that look like? And the way we were brought up is like, you know, when you are brought up in that energy of other people come first and you got to put yourself last, like your needs and wants go last and everybody else goes above you, you kind of feel guilty when it comes to putting yourself first, when it comes to buying that stuff, that stuff for you, right? Um, because that's what you were taught. And so it's kind of like breaking out of that guilt and that shame and, and releasing all of that. Understand like, yo, I deserve this. I deserve to put myself first I deserve to spoil myself like I deserve to, to spend the money that I make on myself and not everybody else I deserve for my needs my wants my desires to be not, to be met and to be heard right but I also have to understand that that which I'm desiring and wanting and needing I also have to provide for myself first right and not just expect somebody else to automatically uh, give it to me. I have to also give it to myself, right? And it came with, okay, I have to build this foundation within me. And I have to uh, make sure that my foundation is stable. So it's like, what are you building your foundation upon? And is that foundation of self-love really built from within? Or is it dependent upon everybody else's validation or opinion and thoughts of you, right? Because when you build it on that, you're basically building it on quicksand. And at any given moment, all your shit can sink. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, right? And so it's been, um, in the past three or four years has been like a beautiful journey when it comes to, um, when it comes to loving yourself, right? And just, um, you, you mentioned something about not being able to ask questions. And it's like, where I am now, like, you got to question everything. Like, because all this shit was a lie that you was taught growing up, right? And so it's like, it's imperative to ask those questions. Question everything. Because when you think about it, none of this stuff was even our own thoughts. From a child, <laughs> we are taught everything how to think how to act how to speak what to wear how to be ladylike how to be all of that it's all taught so at what point do we ever question like does this even resonate with me anymore like when do we question that when do we put in and be like you know what okay 
this was taught to me when I was younger, but this no longer serves me. So why am I still holding on to it? Why am I still living by this? It serves me no meaning anymore. And that's when you have to question that and uh, allow yourself to be like, okay, I'm letting go of this because it's not doing anything but holding me back and holding me down when I want to expand, right? And you'll feel that discomfort within you. And it can be expressed through anxiety or sometimes even depression because your soul wants to be free. It's like, fuck these uh, constraints and shackles that was placed upon me when we was younger. We don't believe in that shit no more. And now we got to go out into the world and explore for ourselves what it means, you know? And that's when you start asking all those questions. And that's when you start dabbling into, okay, well, what is self-love? Right? Because I was shown a version of love, but whose version of love? Through whose eyes were I shown love through? And can I define love for myself? Can love even be defined? What is love, right? And when you start getting into all of that and you start breaking it down, you have to come to your own understanding for yourself and what that looks like for you in your life. Because everybody's path is different. Everybody is going to see things differently. But if you never question what you were taught or what you were shown, then you're just living life through somebody else's lenses. And you never put the glasses on for yourself. Through the waves for about three years now. And like you said, there is definitely levels to it because like I was saying earlier when I feel like I've made it to a place of like yeah I'm at the top of self-love I got this shit all handled I'll end up in a situation and I'm like fuck okay my, my self-love foundation needs some um <laughs> it needs some work I need to uh to rebuild and you know and, and get my awareness together and my discernment together and uh you know, but I have no regrets. I'm grateful for everything I've ever experienced and every person I've ever crossed paths with because they have contributed to my growth in some way, shape, or form. So it's always all gratitude there. I just like to hear people's perspective because I know like what it's been like for me. And like I said, it's been a, it's been an interesting but beautiful journey the past you know three years, and um, I absolutely love where I am because I come from a place of self hate. Like I used to like, or what people would consider self loathing. Like I literally would look in the mirror and have so much like disgust for myself and my body. Right, that was the place that I was coming from. I didn't know what it meant to love my body or to love the, my reflection. And one of the most beautiful things is like when I first got into this and I got to a place to where I could say I love myself and truly meant it, it was looking in the mirror and my reflection smiling back at me. That That is really deep for me because it's, it was never often that I would look in the mirror and be happy with myself or even smile at myself, right? And I've gotten to a place now, so when I look in the mirror, I don't automatically point out what I'm not happy with, you know, because that becomes a habit. You look in the mirror like, oh, my hair, my eyebrows, my this, my rose, my, <laughs> you know, you instantly attack yourself. And I had to switch that narrative. Okay, when I look in the mirror, let me point out something that I love about myself. You know, I don't care how crazy I may think that I look, you know, I give myself compliments. Every time I go into the bathroom, I look in the mirror like, you know, I smile at myself. I say, I love you. Um, whatever, you know, I speak life and love into myself, right? And um, that is a powerful tool when you do mirror work. And at first, it can be a little awkward, especially if you're coming from a place of um, 
not really loving on yourself or not being happy um, about how you look, right? When you tap into trying to do mirror work, it's like, your body's like, eh, yeah, I'm not really believing. But you got to keep doing it, right? Um, the subconscious mind uh, changes with repetition. And it, it will eventually become a belief once you let go of uh, the other beliefs about yourself. Because honestly, the voices in our head are not even our own most of the time. Right, it's the voices we grew up with, uh, people telling us what's wrong with us, quote unquote, or what they didn't like about us, or what we've seen uh, society point out of what is beauty. And so we judged and compared ourselves to what we thought beauty was, or uh, what it had to be. And so we didn't even get to experience, you know, our own selves as we were, right? And so for me, it was redefining uh, what beauty even meant. What is beauty? What does that mean to me? And what is my own definition of it? And that's what I was touching on, um, you know, earlier. Like, what is what is your own definition? Because everything was taught to us. So when you strip those clean, what does that look like? It's like rediscovery. It's like rewriting the dictionary for yourself and defining everything for yourself. And, you know, learning and exploring yourself. And I just think self-love, it is like, it's it's a protection because it stops you from getting into a whole bunch of bullshit, right? It stops you from tolerating. It stops you from accepting the bare minimum. It stops you from um, settling for breadcrumbs when you can have the whole damn bakery, right? And I'm greedy, y'all. So I've come to a place where like, yeah, that bakery is mine. Right, I don't, I don't want the breadcrumbs anymore, right? And something somebody said, um, I was listening to a live on Facebook one day, and the person said, they were talking about, um, I think, uh, rats or hamsters or something, right? And it was basically a study of how, you know, the rats, they begin, they, they stopped escaping or trying to escape when they realized they was being fed, right? And it made me think, like just because somebody may be uh, feeding me in some way, shape or form that I don't automatically have to stay, right? And so if you think about that in a relationship when you know you ain't supposed to be there anymore, um, but let's just say they are uh, supporting you in some way, right? Just some avenue and it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just stick around. Right, even though they are feeding you in some way, that don't mean you have to sit there and eat those little bit of breadcrumbs that they are feeding you. When you can have somebody come along and be like, here go the whole bakery and literally serve you a five course dessert meal and everything else, right? And so I had to um, realize, like, I deserve it all. Why am I settling? Why? Right, because a part of me didn't feel worthy, a part of me didn't feel deserving at some point and I had to come to terms with that. Like I put myself in these situations. I allowed these people into my space. I made these I made these agreements with these people. And I allowed myself to stay in this shit. Right? Knowing damn well it was time for me to go. Ignoring the red flags. It was a whole bunch of them shits. And I ignored every single last one of them. Ignoring my intuition. Ignoring the messages my body was sending me. That anxiety, that stress, all of that that my body was pointing out. Like, hey, it's time for you to, to jump ship. I stayed. Right? And a lot of times, um, 
you know, we stay in stuff because we become familiar with it. And it's like, okay, well, I don't really want change. But deep down inside, you are desiring it, but you kind of fear it because it's like, okay, well, now I'm going into the unknown. And well, I already know this person and I already know the situation. So I don't really know if I should let go because then I'm, I'm not going to know anything. And I don't feel like uh, doing the whole dating pullover. Like, I hear a lot of people, you know, say stuff like that and they stay in situations that are not beneficial for them. And then they wonder why they're discomfort, they're um, unhappy on the inside, why they're facing depression, why their body is breaking down, and why they're <laughs> experiencing all these ailments and different things. Because you're literally disrespecting yourself, right? And you're harboring and all this unhealthy um, energy, and it's time for you to go, and you're ignoring it. And so I just feel like when you have that foundation of self-love, it is like an immediate uh, form of armor surrounding you. Right, it like pops up like, okay, nah, I love myself too much to even settle for this shit. I love myself too much to even uh, let these people in my space or to put up with this or even allow myself to react to some shit that doesn't deserve my attention, time, or energy, right? And so it becomes like a lifestyle of living, right? It's not just something that you do one day. No, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes who you are. Um, and you begin to make different decisions um, off of it when it comes to, to loving yourself. You begin to um, experience life differently through the lens of self-love, right? And for some people, I've had people ask me, well, how do I love myself? And I can only tell you how I did it. I can give you a, a, a guide of how I did it. But it's going to look different for everybody. So I can't give you this whole, uh, you know, PowerPoint blueprint of how to go love yourself because what worked for me may not work for you, right? And so, you know, I, I can give you the, the basics of what self-love means to me and what that looks like. And I can kind of put, you know, get you to see things from a different perspective when it comes to self-love. But at the end of the day, it takes you going inward and seeing um, what self-love looks like for you and all the ways that you are abandoning yourself, right? And, you know, one of the questions that popped up for me for someone a couple days ago was, when did you first start, when did you first self-abandon yourself? When did you first abandon yourself? And I had to think about that for myself too, because somewhere along the line, you get into this place of where you abandon your own self, right? It's so funny because we'll talk about the abandonment issues we have from other people, but yet we turn around and do the same thing to ourselves. We turn around and become that same abuser to ourselves, right? And it's like, well, damn, when did I abandon myself, right? And then self-abandonment could be on um, the simple form of... Um, you know, you putting yourself last, that is a form of self-abandonment because you're not, um, you're not catering to your needs anymore. You know, when somebody else's needs come before your own. And I love what was mentioned about, um, you know, doing uh, what you want, when you want, right? And I think Black Angel mentioned something about having sovereignty over yourself. Um, that has been a huge thing, right? Because I had to come to realize that I don't have to do shit unless I want to <laughs> when I feel like doing it, right? I'm not obligated to do anything for anybody. I'm not, you know? My presence is a present. Like, I am the gift, <laughs> okay? And 
I have to be mindful of when, if my energy is not where it needs to be, then I have to honor that and not just do something because somebody else wants me to do it or is expecting me to do it, right? Or feeling like I'm going to be a disappointment or let somebody down. No, right? Because at the end of the day, people will disappoint themselves. Myself included, I've done it to myself plenty of times. I've set expectations for people or for situations of how I think things were going to turn out, um, you know, and then it didn't go that way and now I'm disappointed. I did it to myself, right? And that's something else I had to learn uh, to release the the expectations of the outcomes. Hell, letting go has been a whole, that's a whole nother room. That's <laughs> That has been a theme within itself in my life. And I think that's part of self-love too, being able to let go when you need to, being able to um, see when something or someone is no longer serving you, uh, and being able to let go without resistance, honoring like, okay, this person time up is in my life and I'm grateful for the time we shared and now it's time for you to walk out the door and not have any bitterness or resentment or anger or any of that, you know, towards the situation. And even if you do feel some kind of way about it, you honor your emotions and then you release them. You don't harbor them and hold on to them, right? And so it's um, it's just been, I mean, it's just been a really beautiful ride when it comes to, to self-love and, you know, speaking um, love into my body and I've gotten to a place now to where, you know, I just, I tell my body, like, I love my body. I tell myself that a lot. Like, I said it to my body. I express gratitude for it. And um, I've developed, you know, now where I wake up in the morning, I just lay here. And I just, I'm just in a state of gratitude, um, you know, for my body. Because I think most of the time we take our bodies for granted, right? Not realizing that our body... <laughs> really is keeping us going, right? This meat too that we're in, right? And it just, it wants the best for us. And sometimes we fight against it instead of trying to help it or assist it. Um, and so I've had to come to a place where I'm like, yo, I really appreciate my body. Like, you know, I, I appreciate that everything on me works. <laughs> I have all my limbs. I'm able to move freely. I'm able to do what needs to be done. I'm able to uh, run, jump, skip, hop, walk, whatever I need to do. I'm able to do that without any issues. And I have so much gratitude. And even if I didn't, I would still be grateful, right? Because I'm alive and breathing. And that's something else that I had to express gratitude for was my breath. And I've been getting in tune uh, with my breath lately, like just breathing. What does that look like? And that's a form of self-love too, the power of the breath. Just breathing deeply into yourself and you can feel the shift within you, within your nervous system. And it's it's been um it's been really beautiful. So um when it comes to self-love, um are are y'all at a place to where uh you could truly say no to somebody and not feel guilty about it because this was something I had to work on so I'm curious like are you at a place where you could just be like nope 
and don't feel like you gotta explain yourself and you don't get hit in the back of your head with all these thoughts you're just like nah mm -mm. like no is my complete sentence you know you gotta get to a point to where other people's feelings don't interfere with um with you with you being authentic right um because that's another thing we we're taught oh don't don't you know it's always somebody else's feelings don't step on anybody's toes and it's like man listen i'm tired of walking on motherfucking eggshells okay i'm gonna say what i have to say i can say it tactful you know i, I can be um uh i can present it in, in a way but at the end of the day i'm gonna say what i have to say right and i'm not gonna bite my tongue I'm not gonna hold that energy in because you know who is gonna affect me and my throat chakra. So no, if I have something to say, I say what I have to say. And you can't control how somebody takes in what you say. You can't control how they're gonna interpret it because you can mean it one way and they can take it all the way left because something you said could have triggered them. Right, and that's not your fault. Like you know, we can't control their emotions. We all are because they're responsible for our own triggers. Yeah, exactly. Right, and so it's like I'm at a place now where I don't bite my tongue anymore. I don't, I don't hold back. You know, I do use discernment on if the situation deserves my response. But I think it's dope that she was like, "No, okay, this energy ain't for me right now. I'm getting up and I'm leaving." Right, because. That, like you said, that was standing up for yourself, and that was you saying no, and that was you honoring yourself, regardless of if she was going to be mad or feel some kind of way. And for her to come back and say, Oh, I'm never going to confide in you again, that'd be those guilt trips, that manipulation shit. So you'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry, what do you need? What can I do? Like, you know, and it's like sometimes we fall for that shit, and you gotta be like, Nah, it's like, Okay. Um, I respect that. I'm, I'm not the one that you, uh, you know, may be needing to confide in, and that's cool. And then they're going to get in their feelings about that, too. Oh, you don't care if I don't confide in you? Like, it's a, it's a whole fucking cycle. And so I had to get to a place to where, like, listen, okay, cool. You know, and not everybody is, um, is going to understand or resonate with you. And some people that, you know, we've gotten used to eventually their vibration or their frequency starts to emit static. We don't align anymore. And that's when you got to turn the radio station and leave. It just is what it is. Right? Um, so I thought that was a, a beautiful story and, and you being able to say no. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I love that because We'll realize, you know, we don't realize that these pains and stuff and these ailments that we feel in our body is because of, you know, we doing it to ourselves, right? Oftentimes, it's not even about um, having to go to the doctor. It's on the, okay, what are, what are you feeling emotionally, spiritually, mentally? Like, all that built-up energy in your body. Your body is speaking to you. And, you know, as you listen to your body, when it's talking to you nice, you won't have to feel it when it scream at you. Because when it reached that point of screaming, oh, you're going to go through it then. Because it was like, listen, I tried to tell you and you wasn't listening to me. So, yeah, now I'm going to give you this migraine. And now I'm going to give you all these pains because I need you to sit down in stillness and pay the fuck attention to me. 
pay attention to me. And oftentimes people will ignore the pain or they go pop a pill. And I'm like, all you did was put a Band-Aid over it. Your body's still screaming, your body's still crying, your body is crying out for your attention. Like, it's just, it's, it's trying to get your attention. And so when you start shifting and changing, you realize like, oh shit, I don't feel this pain no more. I don't feel that tension no more, that nervousness, that nervousness, my anxiety is gone. Like, and you never even had to go see a doctor because you are your own doctor. Like, the body can heal itself with our help, right? And that is the most uh, beautiful thing about it. And um, I just thought it was dope that you said, like, you know, your headaches and stuff started going away. And one thing I love that you mentioned was, like, if you don't want to go somewhere, you ain't going. Right? I had to come to the terms with that, too, because I'm like, man, well, they invited me. I kind of made the commitment to show up. Uh, and then it hit me to, like, yo, it's okay for me to change my mind. It is okay. Like, that is not a crime. If I don't want to go anymore, I don't have to go. I don't have to. It is always a choice. And yes, they might get in their feelings, but it's okay. You know, they don't. if they don't understand me, that's okay, right? And also, if that day comes and everything within my spirit is like, hey, don't go to this, my ass ain't going. Because, I mean, I ain't meant to be there. If it's whatever reason, that's some protection that's trying to show up. And like, hey, don't, mm-mm, don't go sit your ass at home, right? And then you can sit there and be comfortable in your decision. And like you said, not go back and forth in my mind. Like, oh, man, you know, ain't mad at me. Oh, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. And you don't have to agree with me. And you don't have to accept my decision. But it's what's best for me. And I'm putting me first in this moment. And you'll be the fuck all right. <laughs> and that's just what it is. So I thought that was dope. Thank you for sharing. Found pain in my left hip all the time. I can complain about that. And just recently, dealing with some inherited, um, you know, uh, feelings and emotions that Cosmic uh, Waters was walking me through. Uh, I haven't had the hip pain since. I don't think I told you, Cosmic. Yeah. So I haven't had that hip pain since. That's so fucking dope. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and I used to not be able to sleep because of that pain sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we, we've been focusing on inherited emotions and feelings and other things. And, uh, yeah, it worked. So, yeah. That's dope. Thank you for sharing that. And that stood out to me, too, the most when uh, Mike was talking, you know, about what his master said. And I was like, man, that's so true. Because I could sit here and lie to myself and be like, oh, I'm good. And that emotion in my body be like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I'm good, I'm good, right? <laughs> and then my anxiety will creep up or uh, my stomach will feel uncomfortable or some tension will creep up. I'll be like, damn, okay, <laughs> I really got it right. And it's like you said, um, instead of suppressing that emotion, you face it and you deal with it so it doesn't become trapped. And that is why I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, the trapped emotion sessions that I've been doing with people and helping them release because, man, 
it's like if you only realize how much energy and how, how much emotions and things that you have trapped inside of your body and how they're just sitting there and how they're creating the discomfort and the disease within you and the difference it makes not only inward but outwardly as well right because when you shift that energetic imprint when you shift that energetic energy within yourself it also shifts your your reality right and so it's just been um really really beautiful and something else that mike said that uh stood out to me was about the conversations we have with ourselves about how uh, i think he said 90 percent of them is like in your head right and it's so true like it is so true i will sit here and have conversations back and forth in my mind right and that's one thing i had to uh, get a handle on myself was that negative self-talk right that self-sabotage energy um and allowing you know that inner critic that voice um to be louder uh than the love that i was infusing within myself right you know you have to tell your inner critic to shut the fuck up <laughs> and allow for you to speak that that nourishment into yourself to uplift yourself to pour into yourself right instead of succumbing to um the negativity that is within your mind right and it's not to say okay well oh fake positivity it's no at the end of the day you have the power and control over what you choose to entertain which goes through your mind can your mind ever be silent no but you have control over what you choose to entertain right and that inner critic voice you can uh switch it you can switch the narrative of it right and if you look at the the basis of the inner critic right most of the time it is speaking from a place of fear right and even that within itself sometimes it's is basically uh also speaking from the voice of someone else right that inner critic could be the voice of your mother when you was younger or it could be the voice of your father or one of your siblings or somebody throughout your life that said something that just stuck to you and now that program is replaying in your mind like a broken record over and over and over and when you get ready to do something right so you get ready to take that leap of faith and that inner critic kicks in that voice that's not even your own voice kicks in and it's like nah you dumb or you not good enough or you not this or you not that and now you don't do it and it's not even your own fucking voice. It is the programs that are replaying in our head and it stops us. And it's um, so important to pay attention to what programs we are subscribing to. What are we subscribing to? What do you believe about yourself? And is it in fact your own belief? And if it is not, where did it stem from? And why are you still holding on to it? And why haven't you released it yet? Are you even aware of it? Are you aware of those thoughts that run through your mind, you know, that that stop you from doing what you truly want to do? What are they saying? What are those thoughts saying when you look in the mirror, when you get ready to uh, take a new opportunity or when you get ready to uh, open up your own business, whatever it may be, what is the thought saying? And if they are unhealthy, is it really your voice or is it all that shit you are holding on to from childhood or is it all that shit that is in your mind from your past lover your ex or somebody that was in your life that just basically tore you the fuck down 
And when you subscribe to what they were saying at that moment, you signed the energetic contract. You signed on. You put your name on that dotted line. And now everything they said became true. And now that stays within you because you haven't rejected it. You haven't... Um, you haven't erased your name from that dotted line. You know, you're still holding on to that contract. And it's time to burn that motherfucker. Like, listen, this is not my thoughts about myself. I don't believe this. I don't accept this. I reject whatever was said about me, right? And you release it from yourself. And then you have to tap in and see how you truly feel about you. And even that takes some deeper digging, too, because it's like, is this really what I feel? Or is this what I was told to feel or shown how to feel? Or is it truly me? Right? And so it comes through a whole shedding process. And it all leads you back to self and it all leads you back to that energy of, of self-love. Right? And so... Um, that was very important to me when he when he brought up that that negative you know self talk in the mind because that is something that I definitely had to uh, check myself on right because I do stay in my head a lot right and there are times when I literally have to pull myself out of my head like listen come back to the present moment come back within your body get up the fuck out your head because you're digging rabbit holes and now you're gonna create this anxiety and you're making up situations that don't even fucking exist you having conversations with people that is unnecessary in your mind like I have to pull myself back but okay you tripping right now I need you to need you to come back okay bring it down a notch and get out your head, right? You, I don't have to entertain those thoughts. I can be the observer and acknowledge them, but let them keep passing on, right? And um, that is just, is really important. At my job now for uh, almost a year, and um, I work in the medical field, and lately, uh, I just been feeling like uh, it's just been overwhelming to me. I work a third shift. Um, I'm a single mother doing everything by myself. So, um, like every time I get up, uh, you know, to go to work, it's like, ugh, you know. And um, listening to you guys talk, that's that's my question. Like, um, this feeling that I'm getting. Um, I'm thinking, well, I, I'm thinking like I should move on from this job. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that uh, God put us here to be unhappy, you know, with whatever we do. Um, but that that's my question. Like, so this, this energy that I'm feeling, um, is, is that maybe a sign for me to move on from that job? So... Um, for me, <laughs> um, I would say, yes, I do feel like, you know, your inner being is alerting you like, okay, hey, it may be time for us to shift, right? Um, because we get into these positions and, you know, we feel like we got to be there forever. You don't. It may no longer be in alignment with you anymore, Right. No matter how long you've been there, when it's time for you to shift, it's time for you to shift. It's time for you to go with the flow and, and, and shift into where your soul wants you to go into now, right? And 
you know, nobody wants to wake up every day and hate the job that they go to because it begins to take a toll on you. You just, like, like you don't even enjoy waking up. You just automatically just like, oh, right? And that's not <laughs> a good energy to be in. You want to wake up. You want to enjoy life. You want to have a passion for what you do. You want to love what you do. And at one point, you probably did, you know, with this, right? And it's okay if it no longer fits your life, if you no longer have a passion, um for uh for it it's okay and you don't have to feel guilty if you just want to walk away nor do you owe anybody an explanation if it's not um just doing it for you no more then it's just not and it's okay if you choose to be like you know what i don't i don't want to work in a medical field anymore I want to go explore something that I've always wanted to do. I want to go do something totally outside of the medical field, right? And it's so funny because I've been talking about this all day, but it's literally figuring out um, other parts of yourself, right? What else are you good at, good at outside of the medical field? What else are your talents, your gifts, your abilities? What comes naturally to you? What have you always wanted to do? What has been pulling at your soul for you to start doing or for you to try? What do you want to tap into, right? Because you're feeling done with this job for a reason, right? And oftentimes we hold on to it because it's like, well, the stability aspect, oh, well, I need money or, oh, I need something that's going to give me this financial security. And we get stuck in these 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 jobs, but we're unhappy. And it's like, when you move into that place of happiness and you start doing something that you love, the money comes from then too. And oftentimes it'll flow in even heavier because now you're in alignment with your divine purpose and you're loving what you do and you have that gratitude and that passion is on point and you're now a magnet and you're attracting all of that stuff to you. And you can wake up and it won't even and you can wake up and be happy and it won't even feel like what you're doing is actually a job or quote unquote work because it comes from a place of love and it comes from a place of passion right and so if you're at a place in your life right now and you're like yo i just really really want to shift go for it and don't let anybody try to guilt trip you or talk you out of it or try to make you feel bad and don't do it to yourself either like i was talking about that inner critic like you know okay well i'm in the medical field i help people and you might have that voice in your head well like you know now you don't now you're not helping anybody you can help people in other ways there are many other ways to assist people um in this world and offer what you have um to the world but if it's time for you to, to break free from that and shine your light and spread your wings do it do it and you never know where it'll lead you right and don't let fear hold you back and don't let your ego hold you back either because i was talking about this earlier with the ego um it can pop in as a what most perceive as a protection mechanism but it can also be detrimental because your ego can pop in when it's time for you to move forward to hold you back because it's not used to the unfamiliar it doesn't want you to explore the unknown it doesn't want you to embrace that uncertainty because it is used to you being in this place of comfort it's used to your comfort zone and as soon as you step foot outside of your comfort zone your ego like hey hey, hey wait a minute what are you doing that ain't safe when in reality your soul is like hey go go ahead it's pushing you it's nudging you but then it becomes a fight within you so don't allow your ego to put up those quote-unquote walls around you to where it keeps you boxed in and now you're in a prison that you created for yourself right so break free from that tell your ego to sit down for a little bit and so you can follow your intuition and your your spirit your soul whatever you're being led to do 
and go explore. And even let's say the first thing that you explore, you're not feeling it. It's okay. Does that mean you have to run back to the medical field? No. Now, what else is it that I want to explore, right? Because we don't give ourselves that grace and that time and that patience to explore. We don't give ourselves that time to discover who we are and what we like and what we want to do. We don't give that to ourselves, right? We just automatically go in one field and then I was like, okay, well, I got to be here forever. No. What do you want to do? Sometimes we don't even know that we're naturally talented at something until we start it, until we try it, until we figure it out. And you might discover something that you didn't even know you were talented at. So I'm just saying, allow yourself to explore. And if you had enough, you had fucking enough. And that was it. And I yield my mic. so much because that's exactly how I was feeling everything you said so yes thank you so much you literally set me free yes I'm here for the setting free you are welcome because I was like inside my head like thank you okay just like you said I, I said I do this uh, but something is making me uncomfortable something is, is up you know disrupting me now I'm not feeling the same way I once felt I don't have the same love for it as I, I once did, you know. And it, it, the people, it was, just, it was just like, God just showing me so many signs just makes me like, yeah, it's time to, it's time to. I was at a crossroads, put it that way. So, but now I'm, I'm comfortable with the decision that I, I made. Now, thank you so much. Yes, oh, that gave me chills. I'm here for the same free, yes. come into those crossroads um it's important to um to really sit with yourself and honor um what that inner voice is saying and not like I said your ego or not get caught in your head it's like what am I truly being pulled into um or what other part of me wants to shine at this point in my life right Life is colorful, life is beautiful, life is art. And you have a big ass canvas to paint. And I say, like, okay, I already painted this corner. Let me go see what's on the other side of this canvas. Like why subject yourself to that one place, you know? Um, and so, like I said, it's all about exploring and discovery. And of course you're gonna come to these crossroads, but what matters is what you do when you get to these crossroads, right? And you have to do um, what's best for you in those moments. Um, but you also have to be open to um, receiving in those times of receiving the messages from spirit or like I said your inner voice your intuition okay what is being what what is being shown to me right now why am I feeling this level of discomfort like what is going on you know why has my passion um, gone away is this no longer for me and then be okay with that if it's not anymore right like I say to people I have a two-year degree associate's degree in business I haven't used that shit and I don't plan to <laughs> it is there but I do not plan on using my degree to go work for nobody or anything of that nature it is what it is I went to college I had that two-year experience I'm grateful for it but I'm realizing now that nah that ain't the path for me that's not what I want to do that's never what I really wanted to do honestly if we be honest I just went to college to make my parents happy but even as far as like studying that particular um major that's not what I wanted to do I really wanted to teach kids but I allowed the lady at the college to talk me into doing something else right and this was years ago so my mindset and awareness wasn't where it was at and um I'm like man 
I'm grateful for the degree, but that should have probably never get used. And it is what it is. I don't beat myself up for it. It's just, hey, I got a degree under my belt, but uh, yeah, business management or administration, whatever it was I took, mm-mm, that ain't where it is for me. <laughs> so it's just having that, you know, allowing yourself to switch up. Like I said earlier, allowing yourself to change your mind and understand that you don't have to hold yourself hostage, right? Because when you think about it, when you hold yourself in these places, you're literally imprisoning yourself and you don't have to do that. You don't have to to make yourself into a slave, like put yourself into these prisons and now you miserable for the rest of your fucking life because you make yourself sit there and go through that because, you know, walking away, you might feel guilty. It's like, nah, free yourself, and I'm just happy to be in the space and I wouldn't trade it to do nothing else. I was a licensed cosmetologist for many years. I stood behind a chair and did a lot of people hair. I never would go back to that. And I thought I would be a salon owner. My uncle and auntie were trying to buy me a salon and wanted me to stand behind a chair and I would refuse because I would never go back to that because that's not my passion. My passion is helping people and painting. So I just thank you, Cosmic. I thank you, Black Angel, for just standing beside me and helping me and being friends and soul family with me through this journey because y'all are very important to me. And y'all play a very big part of my spiritual journey. And I can't thank y'all enough because of things that y'all are doing out here. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you for sharing. And, uh, yes, that was beautiful. It was. And, um, like, you know what? I'm so glad that I opened this room because I sat here and I was like, what am I going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. And then self love just popped up. So I was like, okay, just going to go with it. Just going to go with the flow. I ain't going to question it. I'm just going to see what happened. I'm not going to worry about who comes in and how many people. I'm just going to rock with it. Um, so I do appreciate everybody that came in tonight and contributed and just shared with me like their journey and what self-love means to them and their experiences and, uh, you know, just um, where they have been and where they are now. Um, self-love is so important to me and um, I love talking about it um, and I love spreading love. Like I'm one of those people that love love. And I love spreading it, and I love the frequency and the vibration of it. I love being loved. Like, it's just a beautiful-ass energy to be in, right? And it's amazing when you come into contact with people or cross paths with people that is on that same wavelength of love with you. And they can love you, and you can love them without ever wanting or needing or expecting or demanding something from them. It is just a genuine flow of love and I love you regardless. I love you for who you are, not what you can do for me or not because I place these expectations or I'm in love with your potential or all of that craziness. It's just no. Like I honor you. I see you. I see you at the soul level. I know your heart and I fucks with your energy and your vibes and it's just a genuine love exchange, right? And it's beautiful, like I said, when you come into contact and cross paths with people that you can share love with. And um, it's been amazing. And I'm grateful for all of y'all, you know, everybody. I am. And um, 
yeah, that was my little mushy spill. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful. I was going to actually um, come on here and do readings, right? Because I was like, man, I need to make some money. <laughs> and then that kind of shifted. I was like, mm, my energy, though, I'm not really, I don't really feel like reading, right? And um, I was like, I'm going to just come on here and talk. And it's funny because um, I wanted to basically, um, you know, do a room and, and go live. And if I was only doing collective readings, that was just the energy of it all. And then I was like, I was kind of crunched for time, right? Because um, I was out and about earlier and then I came back kind of late and then I had to um, do something for my moms. And then I was like, okay, we got class. How can I squeeze this in? And then it was like, the universe was like, oh, you want to do this? All right, well, let me create space. Then I get a message. We don't have class tonight, y'all. <laughs> I was like, okay. So since I felt like the universe honored that, I was like, now I have to show up. I have to. Right? Because in my mind, I was trying to figure out the how. And the how was already handled. It was already divine aligned that we was to go have class tonight. And I was going to have this space to do whatever it is I felt like doing, whether it was me coming on here and doing readings or whether it was me doing what I'm doing right now, right? And um, it's just beautiful how everything just uh, falls into place, honestly. And um, this has been like a really, really dope-ass conversation. And um, yeah. I don't know, y'all. I'm kind of just in a place of gratitude right now. So, yeah. Black Angel, you know it's crazy? I came in here, right? And I have been saying to myself lately, I've put, been putting out, like, into the atmosphere, into the universe, all that good stuff, right? That I'm open to receiving gifts from people like just surprise gifts and man one of the first people that came on stage she was like hey cosmic and she was just like so i saw your amazon wish list because i have my amazon wish list on my link tree like it's right before all my payment links so anybody can click on it and buy me something if they choose to right and so she was like i saw your wish list and i'm gonna buy you some stuff up for it that's how wow. my room opened up, Black Angel. I was like, wait, what? Wow, let's go. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, I wasn't even expecting that. And it was just like, I came, I opened the room and came into rewards, right? And so how I also look at this is when you, when you basically follow that those nudges and those urges, those opportunities, things open up, things shift, right? Because I could have just been like, eh, I don't feel like doing a room and not did it, even though the space opened up for me to do it with, with the uh, with class being canceled, right? And it was like, I felt like, okay, the universe was like, hey, now you have the opportunity. Are you going to take it or not? And I took it, and it's like, as soon as I opened the door, I was showered in abundance. And I was just like, wow. 
like I, that was so unexpected i didn't even know people look at my wish list like i put it there but i don't have expectations attached to it you know what i mean i don't have like okay somebody gotta buy me something every time I'm like no it's there like if you want to spoil me you are more than welcome to do so but it was just so unexpected and it was just beautiful as i opened this room and she came up on the stage and talked to me and she was like i'm gonna buy you some stuff off your wish list and i was like oh <laughs> so it was like a dope experience um but like I said, it just makes me think about how when you, you know, take those opportunities, how you get rewarded in many different ways, you know, different resources, whether it's monetary, whether it's gifts from people, whatever. It may be something simply that you need to hear that day from you basically just taking the opportunity, walking through that door. And um, I just thought that was dope. It's like, man. You know, you was talking to Christy. You had said something about Canvas, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at my computer because what, what I've been doing is I've been on Canva <laughs> in my uh, uh, my rituals, you know, priceless, right? Because I'm supposed to have been asking me about it. And at 22.22 on my computer, uh, the two pendants I had posted on Fanbase uh-huh. got bought. Yes, like the money that's came dope. In right at twenty two, twenty two. Oh hey. my! Wow. And we just and we yeah, that twenty two portal, that portal, the, not twenty two portal, but that them twos that we was in, that portal from yesterday. Right. <laughs> that is so dope. You are you making money from fan base already? I fucking love it. Oh my Man. god. the number two like you said it's balance it's harmony it's also a partnership um it also deals with the moon right and it um deals with feminine energy and when you think about the moon you also think about the emotions because the the moon rules the emotions right and like i said it's that um that that feminine energy also deals with your connections so um those are some areas and i'm hearing intuition too some areas that you may need to look into and if you single it down to just that one two right it's amplified two more times right and so it's like hey i really really need you to get the the message from this too right and so it's like okay um, what are we tapping into here? My emotions. What cycle am I in right now? What phase am I in? Because if you think about the moon, the moon goes through different cycles, through different phases, right? But she always still shines her light. Even during a new moon, right? Because, you know, people honor the that you can't see the moon during uh, the new moon phase, right? But does that mean that uh, the light within her goes dim? No, she just goes inward, but her light forever shines, right? And what I mean by that is even in yourself, when you go through these cycles and when you pull yourself inward, when you go into yourself, does that mean your candlelight blows out? No, right? At that point, you're just shining the light on yourself. You're shining the light on your own darkness, on your own wounds, on your own traumas, on the own shit that you needed to be aware of. So when you tap into the two energy, it's tapping into, okay, what is what do I need to realize? What is out of balance in my life? What 
Do I need to bring harmony to? What do I need to bring balance to? Do I need to check in with my emotions? What moon cycle or phase am I currently in in my own life? Um, how are my connections, my partnerships, my relationships with people? Do I need to reevaluate them shits? Um, you know, it's it's looking deeper um, into that energy, but you know, really, really tapping into uh, your emotions, especially because. Um, like I said, the moon, when it goes to the new moon, it, it can be hidden. And it's like, okay, so what emotions are hidden from me right now in this moment that I need to shine the light on, right? That I need to possibly uh, acknowledge, honor, and then release for my highest good, right? And um, these relationships in my life, who the fuck needs to go? <laughs> who don't deserve to be here anymore? Who doesn't deserve my energy? Who doesn't deserve my time? Who doesn't deserve my effort who like who's not worthy of being here anymore in my life who have I been holding on to right who have I been allowing into my space I just need to fucking go right because you know they're not they're not adding to my peace like they just need to go um and then what does balance even look like for you what does that mean right and like I said the moon deals with the feminine energy but are you also balancing that with your masculine energy as well right because when you think about the light you also can tap into that energy of the sun right um and are you balancing the energy of the sun and the moon within yourself right when you think about that sun energy leo comes to mind it's that that energy of uh you know that passion and that leadership and um that spotlight energy right and it's like okay so what do i need to get from these twos right and when you merge the sun and the moon together you know it is merging of the light um and the dark that's what it is it's, a, it's merging of the light and the dark right and understanding that you are both you're the light and you are the darkness and there's no need to shame either one of those you can walk in your light and still embrace your darkness and you can walk in your darkness and still embrace your light right because you are both of those and to not shame any part of you right and it's like i can see um well, how people say you have skeletons in the closet, right? You know, open up the fucking closet and let them skeletons out, right? And a lot of people, you know, um, they kind of, they fear their demons or they they bur- they try to bury them. And it's like, why? Like, you know, don't fear those parts of you. Get to know them, get to understand them so you can better integrate them into yourself so you can turn that into wisdom, Right? And then nobody can ever go to your closet and open it and spill it out because you already went through it and you already know what's in there. And so nothing that they say or do can even, uh, <laughs> can even, um, you know, affect you in any kind of way. Right. And so, yeah, that's what I got from the two energy for you. Um, when you, you know, when the twos come up back to back like that. And like I said, we just, yesterday was the 22nd. And, you know, we went through that portal of, I think it was six twos, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two, and then the 22, and then 2020. Yeah, it was like six twos. Um, And then when you think about the six energy, the six energy deals with, like, um, that love energy, right? But it also deals with um, sometimes... um, doing too much for other people and not enough for yourself and I think we pretty much spoke about this during the <laughs> the process of this conversation and that also goes back into love 
and two, two, two adds up to a six as well. Right? And so there's so many different ways that you can break down these numbers and you don't just have to look at it. Okay, well, it's only two, two, two. No, you can look at the single two and like Black Angel was saying, tap into that 22 and then as a whole and then you add it up. Okay, what does this six mean? And how does this resonate with me? Right? And it's just um, also tapping into your intuition. When that two, two, two pops up, what are you doing in that moment? What are you thinking about in that moment? How are you feeling in that moment? How is your body feeling? What is your environment like? What is your circumstances? What is surrounding you, right? Because those numbers pop up in those moments to get your attention to something. Um, and so um, on that note, uh, I-, I yield. Thank you. I'm a Leo are you <laughs> yeah the sun energy that leo energy was popping up and i was like okay well we talking about the moon but i would touch on the sun too then <laughs> oh yeah we just had that leo moon not too long ago Mm-hmm. yes we did yeah what was the leo moon what was that the it was the 16th i believe the leo moon So the first uh, trapped emotion that has presented itself to be released is, um, when it comes to self-love, is guilt. And I feel like this is very fitting because we've been talking about this, right? And so it's like when you tap into beginning to love yourself, um, you know, and you tap into that selfish energy, right? You may feel guilty because now you're focusing on yourself and now you're putting yourself first and now you are uh, putting your priorities first and it's all about you, 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 and you're like, man, you kind of, you might kind of feel bad about it or other people may attempt to make you feel bad, right? They may express that guilt to you or whatever. Um, and that guilt can also be projected onto you. And so if y'all are here for it, you know, allow yourself to release this guilt and I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna release it from us all, but just give your body your mind, your soul, your spirit, the permission. Like, I allow myself to release this guilt. Like, I don't want to hold on to it anymore. So you're giving yourself permission to release. You're giving yourself your, this permission to receive this cleanse or this healing, however you look at it, um, from me. Because, you know, this shit needs to go. Like, when it comes to self-love, we don't need to be feeling guilty about none of it. And even if it's not our um, our own, we're still going to release it. So, um, you know, just tell yourself that. And before I do it, or while I'm doing it, I just want y'all to breathe. And so um, the first number that comes to mind is five. So you're going to breathe in for five. So inhale for five, hold it for five, and then release for five, right? And what did you get? Five, five, five. What is five, five, five equal 15? What is that 15 equal? Another six. So, hey, there we go. Um, (laughs) So while y'all are breathing... Um, I'm just going to release the energy from us all. Just allow yourself to release. And while y'all are breathing, right, in your mind, you to visualize as if I was actually there in person and I was standing uh, behind you. And what I'm doing is I have a selenite crystal in my hand, right? And I'm going from your third eye 
all the way to the back of your head, all the way down your back. There's a meridian that's there. And that is going to cleanse this energy. It's going to release the energy from you. Right? So just see me in your mind doing that motion. Go out from your, the front of your third eye all the way back to the top of your head, down your back. Somebody just released. It makes me yawn when I feel the release. Okay, I feel like somebody might be stuck. Not stuck, but resistant a little bit. So, what I need you to do in your mind is tell yourself that um, you free yourself from the energy of guilt. You release yourself from the shackles. This guilt you no longer choose to hold on to, right? And literally see yourself being freed. See your, see the shackles coming off of you, off of your ankles. See the handcuffs coming off of your wrist. Right? This is what I'm seeing in my mind. And just see yourself being um, being freed from guilt, right? Um, see yourself being cleansed and purified. Okay, somebody just released then too because it made me burp. <laughs> okay, I feel y'all. And be mindful of what comes to mind as we're doing this. If a person comes in your head, if a situation appears, you hear a song, if how are you feeling and where are you feeling it, um, if there's any tension in your body, because I could tell you where you're holding on to it still, um, just keep um, notice of all of that. see anything or hear anything or feel anything when you know I'm telling yourself to like release guilt anybody have anything that popped up for them um as far as guilt goes and if it's personal you don't have to share but you know um but yeah I know sometimes in releasing the emotions it can bring up visions um of what the guilt was actually attached to or you can feel it in a certain part of your body being removed. So that's why I was just curious. But yeah. Well, thank you. Well, I was trying to do the uh, breathing part. And then my kid kept distracting me. So I kind of missed it. But I was trying to join in. But when you got a lot of kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, uh-uh. But you know yeah. what, though? 
it's funny because it's like when you realize when you try to release and this is just like when you try to let go of things too or i won't say try but when you make that attempt to move forward and let go those distractions do come in right they come in they're like Mm-mm, nope i need you to hold on what would you let go oh you're not about to let go of me what <laughs> right. So I get it. I get it. Like trying to channel, I'm like, yes, I'm breathing. Then that mom, yes, I'm breathing. Can you do this? Mom, can you pull my cards? Mom, can you wash my hair? Mom, can you, uh, what you doing? <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm listening. I was doing a session. <laughs> <Don't care. laughs> so yeah, we was just doing. Um, I can walk you back through it, right? Cause we was just doing, you know, the guilt energy, right? Cause um when it comes to self-love you know loving yourself and putting yourself first that energy can arise of feeling guilty uh for even taking care of yourself right because you know like we were saying earlier you're taught to put everybody before you and so mm-hmm. just saying you know as you breathe give yourself your body your mind your soul your spirit that permission to let go of the energy Right, because I can do the energy work and help you release, but you have to be willing to let it go, right? So there's not a resistance there, and so it's pretty much just giving yourself that permission to to let go and allow yourself to release, and you're breathing through it. And um, what I was saying is to envision yourself literally freeing yourself. So envision like the shackles being lifted off of your ankles and the handcuffs being taken off of your wrist and just envision yourself being set free from guilt, right? Whatever you see it in your life, right? And um, I was asking, did anybody see like a vision or did they feel where it was in their body? If they felt any tension or did a name come to mind uh, when you think of this guilt energy? Because sometimes it can be a projection, right? Um, and so as we're releasing, we're paying attention to all that because it gives you clues uh, to this trapped emotion that's been within us, right? And it can even tell you like, okay, well, what age have I been harboring this energy? Where is it coming from, right? Um, and that's if you want to dive that deep. Sometimes it's simply as, I mean, it's as simple as, hey, I'm ready to let go of this guilt and I'm letting it go and that's it. I don't need to dive deep into the waters of it and see where it came from or how old I was. I don't need to relive any traumas. I just want to let this motherfucker go and that's what it is and I'm letting go. And you let it go and you leave it alone, right? So it all depends um, on how you feel about it. But um, yeah, I was just saying to, to breathe through it while, you know, I released it. Um, and oftentimes the guilt energy um, I feel like well it can be stuck in any part of your body but I feel like um, and it's funny because I was getting ready to say like the heart chakra and the song Cupid Shuffle came on when you think about Cupid you think about love and you think about the heart <laughs> so that was cool um, but most of the time it can be harbored within the heart that guilt, that guilty energy right and so um, release it, release it from there, let it go and just breathe it out. Like, listen, I don't have anything to feel guilty about. I'm not holding on to this anymore. And you simply just let go, you know? Um, this song make it cosmic, cosmic, cosmic. When you were saying it, I was breathing because I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I seen, I seen my stepmom. She was mean to me, and I seen her, and then I seen it stop, and then it just faded away. Like, at first, she was bright in color, 
and then it just faded away. Then I see myself when I was like seven to eight years old, and I'm standing in front of a movie screen, and then the picture reel comes on, and you know when it come on, how it starts ticking, and then it do the one, two, three, and it show you the movie of your life. I see the movie of my life and all the bad shit, and then I walk through it, and then it just turns white, like the screen open up and turn white, and then I'm looking at myself, like right now. When you said Cupid Shuffle, that's when I got to see myself. And you said heart. And I was looking right at me. Uh, yeah, the Cupid Shuffle was playing. <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. That's why I Every love time. doing this because, like, when you really tap in, um, sometimes, like I said, you can be, you, you can see, like, those things will be brought back up to you. Like, okay, this is who this emotion was attached to. And um, it's a freeing experience. Like, you literally just let it go from all of you, right? And I just thought it was dope that guilt was that trapped emotion that surfaced when it comes to self-love. Because that is true. That is a true emotion that we feel yes. as we come on this path. And... Um, it's like, okay, you know what? I don't want to feel guilty anymore. Why am I being made to feel guilty about loving myself? Exactly. And that's what people would do to me. Like, because if I'm, I don't care, I'm a big girl. So I, my grandma used to make my clothes. So I always just had high self-esteem about myself. And people, my friends, well, my peers that I thought were my friends, they were skinny. But they were so insecure about themselves and the way that they looked, they would project that stuff onto me. And then I'm like, well, why y'all? Like one girl, I thought she was my best friend. She dated my cousin. We was friends for years. She'd be like, why do you always post pictures of yourself? See, that's why people hate you. Because you always be thinking you cute. You know what I'm saying? And then one time, I had to look at her. I was like, bitch, you're not my friend. Like, why do you keep saying that to me? Like, you know I suffer with bad things and all this shit and you still keep saying this I, and I don't be and I'm not her friend anymore I was like I can't fool with you and it's been about eight years now that I haven't spoke with her but it was like people really will try to project their shit onto you and make you wear their clothes and it's like like that don't even fit me you know I'm just thankful for you thankful for you <laughs> yeah that was beautiful because yeah, like definitely the projection. Oh, one more thing, I want to give you these white dice and a carpet that go astrology dice. So, can you please inbox me your uh, information on the messenger, and then I'm gonna buy it for you, or you, or whatever, however you want me to do it. So you can have that, cause that's what the divine creator said to get that you need to have some three dice, three dice with a carpet. I seen it on your gift list, but it's sticking out to me right now. Okay, I'm here for it. So you're going to do some type of dice reading or something. Astrology, that's going to help you do your astrology reading. Yes, because I've been, one, I've been looking at uh, dice, too. Um, I don't even remember what all I have seen to my wish list, honestly, <laughs> because I've made it over the past couple of months. So I don't remember what's all there. But I do remember adding dice to it. Um, so I think that's dope, and I appreciate you, and I will definitely send you um, my address. Um, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome, Cosmic. I love you. You always be so chill, and you just help people 
and you always just be a blessing. People don't know what other people, I don't know what you go through, sweet baby. But I'm telling you, the love that you give out and the compassion that you give out to people, I know you've been through some things because people that been through, they know how to take the time to love other people. Yeah. I understand that. I know that. I know that to be true. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, babe. You, you, you do a hell of a good job. And my grandma taught me to give people their flowers while they can smell them. Yes, I believe in that too. It's <laughs> true. Don't wait. Well, Nikki Truthers, that is the end. And like she said, make sure you give people their flowers while they're still here. Hell, make sure you give yourself flowers too in the process i do want to leave y'all with this question before i go what does self-love look like for you how do you love on you how do you honor yourself what has the process of self-love been like have you started it how's it going What are some of the things that you have experienced along the way? And how has loving yourself changed your life? Because I'm sure it has. Matter of fact, I know for a fact it has because it shifts everything. And so what is self-love from your perspective? And are you able to tell people no with no fucks given and no guilt? Speaking of guilt, have you released the guilt that comes along with choosing you and putting you first and loving on you? If you haven't, it is time to do so. And I just want to give a simple reminder that you deserve love so give it to yourself first before you are out here giving it to everybody else and forgetting about you love on you first and foremost cultivate that beautiful ass relationship with yourself and make sure your love of self is built upon a unfuckable foundation okay so as always i appreciate y'all tuning in and vibing with me i would love to hear some responses though so reach out to me whether you hit me up on ig at taste my naked truth whether you email me at taste my naked truth at gmail.com or you simply leave me a voice note which you can do through anchor and share your experience with me and if you're not listening through anchor that's okay because under the description of every platform it has the little highlighted hyperlink for you to click and leave me a voice message so communicate with me share with me let me know and i can you know put your responses in another episode and respond to them 
okay? And I'm also going to ask the question. So if you're on Spotify and you're listening, scroll down and answer the question, if you don't mind. It's up to you. It's not mandatory, of course. So much gratitude to all my beautiful listeners all over the world. Shout out to those listening in Russia and Spain and Australia. (laughs) It's so dope to be heard outside of the 50 states. And shout out to everybody that are listening within the 50 states. I love y'all. Man, this has been such a dope experience since I started a couple weeks ago. So much love to everyone. Have a beautiful day, night, evening, afternoon, morning, (laughs) a week weekend whenever you stumble upon this may you be filled with so much love and peace and joy and happiness and abundance may you experience showers of abundance in all forms and ways in which abundance choose to show up in your life and may you be open to receiving it especially when it comes to genuine love. Allow people to love on you and allow yourself to love on others freely. I said freely, (laughs) y'all. Don't leave that part out. Well, that is all. Remember, life is as beautiful as you allow it to be. Perspective is key. So choose wisely. I will see y'all on Wednesday with a new episode. And I have a guest speaker for y'all in this topic. Ooh, stay tuned. As we're going to dive into pleasure, sex, sensuality, sexuality, intimacy. You know, all of the beautiful forbidden fruits. So... I'll see y'all in a couple days. Peace.